Have you ever been so beat up and battered by this world that you thought, this is it, it's, it's over for me? My spirituality has just gone down the drain. The world's gotten the best of me. I can't take this anymore. Or perhaps in terms of your relationship with Jesus, you were once so close and now you seem so far away and, oh, you could never return to that place of closeness. It's, it's over. You blew it. Have you ever been in that position? Maybe you're there right now. Boy, do I have a word of encouragement for you. And I'm glad you've joined me. This is the Another Chance Daily Devotion. I'm Brian Sussman. Well, thanks for joining me, everyone. I'm really excited about this podcast. It all started when I was reading Matthew 12, and I came across this particular scripture. It says, A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoking flax he will not quench. That's from the New King James Version. The New International Version says this, A bruised reed, we're talking about Jesus here, he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. So Matthew is quoting Jesus, and Jesus is quoting Isaiah 42. And Isaiah 42 is a messianic passage that speaks to the coming of the Messiah. It speaks to the actions of the Messiah, the demeanor of the coming Messiah, Jesus. And in this prophecy, the bruised reed and the smoldering wick refer to us, the the spiritually weak, the physically weak, the morally weak. And what Isaiah was saying and what Jesus was quoting here to just reemphasize, a reed that is bruised may be damaged, but you can still fix it. With proper repair, it can be fixed. And the smoking flax may be about to lose its flame altogether, but it can still be reignited. That's, that's a beautiful thing for us to remember, folks, because, again, uh, you may be banged up and damaged physically, And that physical damage has gotten you so down in the dumps, you're thinking, oh, where is God? Where is God? Uh, Perhaps it's a case of immorality where you've fallen again. Perhaps it's a situation whereby you used to be so close to the Lord and you just don't know what's happened. Friends, that's the beautiful thing about our Lord and Savior. Savior. He just doesn't dump you on the curb. He is willing and able to restore you. So obviously, the smoking flax is the reference to the wick of a lamp. And remember, Jesus is the light of the world. And once he comes into your life, he brings light. I think to better understand the statement that Jesus would not quench the smoking flax or the smoldering wick. 
in Matthew 12, verse 20. We need to go back to the original prophecy. So you can go back to Isaiah chapter 39, really, if you want to get full context. And that's where the prophet Isaiah tells King Hezekiah that Judah is going to be taken captive by the Babylonians. And he says, The time will surely come when everything in your palace, all of your predecessors have stored up until this day, will be carried off to Babylon. Nothing will be left, says the Lord. And some of your descendants, your own flesh and blood, who will be born to you, will be taken away. And they will become eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. So this was bad news indeed from the prophet Isaiah, and it brought fear into the hearts of the people of Judah. But following that announcement, God provides his assurance that the people of Israel would receive his help. Now, ultimately, this help would come by way of Messiah. And you can read about this in chapters 40 and 41, because there are some great messianic prophecies there that I would encourage you to read. But God is making the point that although he was bringing judgment against Israel, he still loved the people of Israel, and he had a plan for them. So I'm going to take you now to Isaiah 42, verses 1 and 4. Here is my servant whom I uphold. This is speaking of Messiah. This is speaking of Jesus. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. In faithfulness he will bring forth justice. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. In his teaching the islands will put their hope. So, isn't it interesting? (laughs) This is Jesus. He will bring justice to the nations upon his second coming. And and certainly, there have been moments in history where he has brought justice to the nations. I'm, I'm recording this on Memorial Day, Memorial Day 2021. It will be posted tomorrow, June 1st. I was raising the flag in my backyard to half-mast today, which is, of course, our tradition. We raise the flag to half-mast to memorialize, to remember all those who have fallen in battle for this country. And my tradition, something the Lord put on my heart some time ago, is every day upon raising the flag and upon taking the flag down, I take a knee. I take a knee and pray. I pray for the United States of America. Today, my prayer was thanking God for all those who put their life on the line for this country. And as I was praying, I became sure that many of those who died in battle, before they took their last breath, 
proclaimed Jesus as Lord. You know, the Bible says he's not wishing that any should perish, but all should have everlasting life. And I really believe that, well, let me just back up for a moment. You've probably heard of people who have been in a critical situation where they say, my life passed before my eyes. I remember uh, my brother being in a situation like that. Uh, he was he was in Chicago with his friends at the Museum of Science and Industry. And he realized that he forgot his wallet back in his car. So... He was telling his friends, stay here, I've got to go get my wallet. He ran as fast as he could back to his car, which was parked in a parking lot, eh, maybe a block or so away. And as he was running, he was going to run between two cars across the street. I believe it was, I don't know if it was a crosswalk or not, but he was going to just run across the street because the parking lot was on the other side and that's where his car was. As he was running, there was a little bit of a puddle near the curb, and so he was going to jump across the puddle and then continue his run across the street. He jumped across but didn't reach the end of the puddle. Little did he know that he was jumping into an open manhole. As he started to sink into the manhole, he caught himself by the elbows. Now, he was, he was a young athletic guy at the time. He was playing football at the University of Illinois. He was in pretty good shape. He caught himself by his elbows. And just as he caught himself by his elbows, a Chicago transit bus zoomed by. In other words, if he would have continued running, he would have been hit by the bus. But instead, he fell into an open manhole cover and caught himself by the elbows. I'll never forget when he came home later that day and he was describing what had happened to my mom and dad. And he broke. As he was describing falling in the manhole, he broke. Because he said at that moment, his entire life passed before his eyes. Everything he had ever done, everything he had ever said, in an instant, passed before his eyes. It wasn't so much that he didn't get killed by the bus that amazed him. It was the fact that everything he ever did passed before his eyes. And I've often wondered, I've often wondered if this is what happens sometimes when people are in a critical situation where death is, is imminent. Does God in his mercy allow their entire life to pass before, before their eyes because that's his way of getting their attention finally? I'm giving you one last chance. Let's get this right. I am Lord. Do you believe? I don't know. But my prayer as I was on my knees today was that thanking God that I know that many, 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 countless, came to know the Lord in those final moments of life after they served this country and gave their lives for this country. 
That's one of the things I pray this morning, and I also pray for this nation, and I pray for revival to break out in this nation. God, do we need revival? Please, Lord, we need revival in this nation. And I pray that we will once again be a light to the world, not just economically, but in terms of sending the gospel out to all corners of the world. Because I'm looking at this Isaiah 42. In his teaching, the islands will put their hope. Do you realize we have spread the gospel to faraway islands? And that continues to be my prayer. But getting back to this, a bruised reed he will not break, the smoldering wick he will not snuff out. Let's go now to Matthew 12. Jesus heals a man with what's described as a shriveled hand. And then later, all who were ill amongst the multitude that followed him, they were healed. And those whom he healed, we could say, were the bruised reed and the smoking flax. See, the prophecy was that Jesus would not extinguish the struggling flame of of those who needed him, and he won't to this day. If you need Jesus, he's not going to snuff out that flame. He's not wishing that any should perish, but all should come to eternal life. In his grace and mercy, he will not snuff out the dying embers of faith that he encounters. He didn't then. He's not going to today. His intent is to fan those flames, to burn brightly for him. Let's continue. There's the sinful woman who anointed Jesus' feet in Luke 7. She was a smoking flax. There was, there was, there was, an, there was an element of faith in her, and Jesus took that faith and made it burn brightly. Jesus defended her presence in front of everyone and forgave her sin. There's the widow of Nain. She was a smoking flax as she walked in that funeral procession. Remember that? Where they were about to bury her only son. But Jesus restored her son's life and turned her grief into joy. Are you grieving? Jesus can take that grief and turn it into joy. And my gosh, think of this. The son was dead. (laughs) And he restored that dead. (laughs) Talk about a smoking flax, right? He restored the dead body to life. There was the demon-possessed boy. He was a smoking flax when he cried out, I believe, help my unbelief. That's in Mark chapter 9. The paralyzed man lying helplessly by the pool of Bethesda. A smoking flax. That's in John 5. Jesus says, do you want to walk? Get up. Change his life forever. Over and over and over throughout the Gospels, we see Jesus caring for the smoking flax of this world. You've been saved by Jesus Christ. You can share Jesus' heart in seeking out the weak and imparting the love of God to them. You're an ambassador for Christ. 
You may not feel like it, but you are his ambassador. No, your life isn't perfect. I understand that. But it doesn't matter. He has called you to share his word. You know, if nothing else, you, you might be saying, well, I, I don't know the word. I just, I don't know the word very well. You know what you do know? You know your testimony. At least you can share what God did for you. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for our testimony. Thank you, Lord, for saving us. Thank you, Lord, for not letting that smoldering wick burn out. Thank you, Lord, for taking the bruised reed and carefully and delicately bringing it to a place of healing. Use us, Lord. Let us be your ambassadors. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you, my friends. The Another Chance Daily Devotional. More on me at briansussman.com. If you have liked what you've heard, please give it a like on whatever platform you might be listening to. Until next time, God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.